that actually brings up a point, though. Oh, we're back to here, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we always come back to here somehow. This show goes to weird places after a while, especially when I'm controlling it here. It's Wednesday, and you're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM, and you're here with Brock, Byron, and Alex. So what have you been doing today? website known to man. It will tear your life apart. And that's how we found this question. And on this week's edition of the Reddit question, it is, which things are just a waste of money? So do you want to start us off, Byron? Oh, there are many things that I could uh, pick at. I would say uh, start with a juice cleanse. A juice cleanse? Yeah. I don't know what that is. They just have juice drinks like a week and then you know they are pretty much starving their body that's all they're having juice so it's just flowing through their body oh sorry the the cleansing stuff sorry now i know what you're talking about yeah i actually remember uh during high school a lot of the um girls were using those yeah and i was like oh what do they do and then they're like oh it cleanses it's healthy for you and stuff like that and i was like but what does it cleanse yeah and i was like you do you girl you know you do you i'm not gonna judge you for this but yeah i do have a really funny one though uh and we were actually talking about this uh, not too long ago, but it's uh, WinRA licenses. Oh, no one pays for that. No one. I don't know anyone that has. And it's kind of like we probably all should have because we do use it all. But at the same time, Windows has WinZip and stuff like that, you know, available. All these other free programs that do it. So why do we have to pay for that? I don't know. They've got alternatives coming, but... I think the main reason why people originally pay for WinRAR, though, is because uh, businesses use it for the license and stuff like that. So, they're technically meant to, I believe. Yeah. So, that's why that like a lot of people pay for WinRAR, because it's businesses and it's not individuals. But there's funny individuals who actually uh, pay for it, though. There's an entire subreddit dedicated to paid for WinRAR. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, oh. And like it's not very active, because no one pays for WinRAR. But, yeah. That's pretty good. I will say another one. People that pay for microtransactions in a free game. For example, Candy Crush. Ah, yes. I'm going to pay more so I can play more, essentially, instead of just waiting. Okay, but that brings up uh, cosmetics in free games. Yeah. Why, why Is that a waste of money You don't have to. You don't have to at all. That's your choice. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you've got thousands and thousands of hours enjoyed into the game and, you know, buying the skin looks nice and then you can invest in it and then, you know, the developer gets money for it. Fair enough. But in general, I don't pay for stuff in games, if you know, if free or not. Usually, I'm just like, nah. Yeah, no, fair enough. I can agree with that. But uh, I, I'm going to admit, like I said, I think we talked about it last week with uh, microtransaction stuff where we've paid for it in the past. I will agree. If I think a skin is worth it and stuff like that because it looks pretty cool, I'm probably going to get it. Unless it's got a really steep price, then I'll just be like, yeah, nah, not even going to bother. But, you know. Uh, another one I would say is... Uh and if my mom hears this, uh, essential oils. Oh, please I, tell. Well, I know it's pseudoscience BS, really. It doesn't do anything. You know, 
I just don't think it, oh, yeah, rub this oil on here. It's going to do wonderful things for your skin rash or something. No, it's not. Your body's going to heal that. Or, you know, you can have steroid creams that heal it and do it. But the oil's just going to go there and do, well, make your skin oily and make it kind of feel a little bit nicer. That's all it's going to do. Yeah, actually, you're right about that. And I've got one more uh, real quick before we go to the next song. And we're going to talk about it once we come back from that break itself. But I want to actually talk about warranty plans on electronics. Ooh, so, okay. And not just electronics, but video games as well and that sort of stuff. So, a lot of times you get warranty on that sort of stuff, which is included. But then they give you the opportunity to buy extended warranty. And so, that's what I want to talk about when we come back. And so, the next song uh, coming up right now is I Don't Want To Be In A Rock Band by Charlie Collins. And once again, you are listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM with just Brock and Byron for this week. And welcome back to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM with Brock and Byron. Now, before that uh, song, which we just played, we were going into talk about warranty with electronics and video games, Byron, and you have a story that you'd like to share. I actually have two stories. Firstly, it's the story of my iPhone 5. So, uh, as we all know, the iPhone 5 is really quite old right now. But what you don't know is that with Apple, they have a two-year warranty with said phones. And the convenience of it is you can walk into the Apple store and just get a replacement straight away for a lot of issues. You okay, crack screens and stuff like that. You know, they replace it. But say there's a button on the side, and now I'm going to hold up just so you hear this sound. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. You can, you yeah, can hear it? I can hear it. I'm not sure if they at home will be able to hear it. Okay, but so anyway. It's so like a clicking, like when it, you press the button. Yeah, clicking the uh, plus volume down and stuff. So I've had a plethora of issues that have happened with my phone. The first one was an actual recall with a battery. But from then, there's been the port charger has failed and the clicking button on the side has failed. And what they've done is literally just gone and given me a replacement straight up because that's the warranty here in Australia. We They're required to give a certain time warranty for these products. So these other things that they're giving for failures of you know equipment stuff, these extra warranties, they're not needed at all for a lot of products, especially electronics. And I'd like to jump in real quick just on that part because even though they offer extended warranty, did you actually know that under Australian consumer law, if you believe a product hasn't actually lasted as long as you believe it should have lasted, you can take that to them yeah. as well. So that's something a lot of people don't actually know and they buy that extended warranty. And that's what Apple has actually done, which is awesome. And they used to have Apple Care and stuff like that, which is more for your personal smashing screen situation. But the other one is back when the iPod 80 gig color came out. Ooh. And I bought that from JB Hopper. And so they actually offered me a warranty for it and ended it added three it apparently had a one-year warranty on it and this added into a three-year warranty and what actually happened is i didn't get the warranty originally and this is pre having apple stores here and the thing broke in a month and i went back to them and said hey looks broken oh we'll have to send it back to them or you can buy the warranty and you can get it right now and me not wanting to deal with the hassle got a new one but that warranty actually paid off because a year and a half later again it broke and i got a new one out of it but in the big picture of it, I don't think my device should have broken in the first place anyway. And I don't think that warranty should have been purchased or had to be purchased. And that's the thing. It's looked at by us and by them as a convenience sort of fee. Yeah. And they're doing this because, yeah, they're going to give you the uh, warranty and whatnot, but it's convenience. And so they can just give you one on the spot, essentially, if you need to. Oh, and the worst part is, though, 
people lose receipts, people lose whatever they've got to have, because that gave you a booklet. You lose that booklet, which had the number in it, you're stuffed. You can't identify who you are with it. I mean, it's a bit different now. Everything's electronic, but still, it's just, it's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, but that's the thing with uh, electronics and video games these days. Like, all this sort of stuff is just getting to points where it is completely ridiculous. But at the end of the day, though, despite that I think it sucks, I think it's also a good thing that it does exist in the end of the day. But, but yeah, like, it is what it is, I guess. Anyway, though, that's it for the Reddit question for this week. We will have another one again next week. And coming up right now, we have Azam Zane and his lovely bones. And this is Passenger Seat. And welcome back to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Free Manor 107.9 FM with Brock and Byron. You just listened to Give It Away by Jeans. Now, coming up on the show now, Byron, you'd like to talk about uh, adoption centres with pets and how there's a suggestion over the Christmas period. Well, this is more a suggestion that I've been thinking about. So I read a story from uh, Minneapolis about an animal shelter giving away all their pets over the holidays and they did the, they waived all their fees for the adoption of cats and dogs. And by the end of the day, the shelter was actually cleared and it was empty, which is great, like absolutely amazing. Now, I recently actually went to a shelter myself and saw what actually the conditions are like. It's not that bad. I've seen worse conditions for animals to be in and seen them poorly treated. And it would just be an interesting thought for the local government or, you know, say City of Perth or whatever you want to call it and say the state government to pay the waiving fee, pay the fees that are required to adopt them. And then everyone can essentially, instead of having, you know, going to these puppy pump out factories, can go adopt a puppy or, you know, adopt an animal and clearly shelters out, get these animals in nice homes and, you know, just make it a better Christmas essentially for them and for, you know, for everyone else as well. They get, you know, they get a best friend as well. So you'd like to see it become like a sort of government initiative over the Christmas period? Yeah, definitely. I like the sound of that, but I would like to bring up some of the other sides of this uh, story to it. And, I mean, my opinion is sort of uh, biased in a way because I actually have grown up without having any pets in my house. Yeah. And so, when you're going to adopt a a pet, I'm assuming they ask you questions about, like, your livelihood and stuff like that. They ask you about your situation, everything like that. They check out where you're putting them and stuff. There's, there's more than, you know, one condition required for it. But would you say that they'd be willing to be more likely to hand out these pets, though, in this situation, if this were to occur? Well, firstly, I didn't actually think of this <laughs> question, but uh, I do think that they would probably still do the background checks and stuff like that. You know, you've got the whole Christmas period to do it. I mean, my definition of the Christmas period is the next month. So, really, you know, background checks for a week, you know, they go out, check your house. Okay, cool. All good. And you know, they can do it. I just, I do see it as a, something that needs to be done though. Um, you know, there's cat and dog shoulders that are full and I know what happens around Christmas time. Parents will buy their kids puppies and stuff like that. And then they realize they're too much to handle. They grow bigger because they might be a mutt that gets all the big genes from the big dog instead of the small dog. So, you know, it just, yeah, okay. This is a different story, but them adopting a grown up dog, Firstly, you don't have to do much, as much training and all that, but it just works out better, really. And every adopted dog that I've actually met, yeah, okay, there's some breaking periods, but really, when it comes down to it, it's better off. I agree. Either way, we'll talk more about this when our uh, next song comes up. 
and that is going to be Skylight by Lorelai. And once again, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle, 107.9 FM. And welcome back to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle, 107.9 FM with Brock and Byron. Now, before that break there, we were talking about animal shelters and how we'd like to see a new government initiative potentially come forward for where they hand out free animals to uh, people who want to adopt them over that period. The government funds it. Hand out. <laughs> oh, let's, let's get that right. <laughs> look, it's not hand out. That's probably a poor choice in wording. Yes, very much. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, though, I continue what you were saying before, Byron. I've lost my train of thought now. Okay. So, uh, going back to it, though, I think it's a great initiative if it they can go through it. So, what we would covering is that the government goes and pays for the adoption fees because there's, you know, the neutering fees required for them and stuff like that, uh, you know, and the paperwork required to hand them over. And I think it'd be great if we have that happening. Now, we've talked about, you know, the positives is, you know, they all come out to new homes and we clearly shelters. And we also stop, there's a lot of people that will buy puppies over the holidays and we stop them from actually just buying a random puppy and then being too much to handle because when it comes down to it, you know, a puppy for the next two years are trouble. They're destructive. And, but, you know, you get a, another dog and, yeah, okay, there's some breaking periods and they get comfortable around you, but, and it becomes better. And at least from my perspective of seeing adopted dogs, they come out a lot better. I mean, yeah, some come from abusive homes and they may not like women. Some come from abusive homes and they may like, not like men. I know two dogs that are both like that. But really, this can be a positive for everyone, at least in my opinion. Now, there are negatives, though. And now one of the major negatives I see it for it is that there may be some family that, you know, does this and, again, doesn't know what they're in for. They don't do the back, you know, don't do the checks with the dog either, though. So Because there are some dogs that scare easy. And you've, you know, got to introduce them to kids and they may get a dog that doesn't do well around kids. This is the other problem. When you get a puppy, they're usually great around kids straight away and they're playful. And they get used to having, you know, a kid around while others just don't like to be around kids and... This, that's one of the major issues I see, um, but there's other issues that come out as well. Firstly is you think you have enough time for it and you don't. I personally do have enough time to walk a dog. I don't think people do it enough though. People think like a 20-minute walk is good enough. For most dogs, like, yeah, okay, little dogs, that works out fine. Big dogs, they need an hour plus. You know, you take them to the beach, take them for two hours. It's... A whole nother story. Yeah, and that's the thing I think people get themselves into when they are adopting a pet. There we go. I chose the right words this time. Yes. Not hand out adopting. Uh, They have good intentions, but they're not understanding what the commitment is, if that makes any sense. It's another life. You've got to be able to be able to feed it there, be with it. You know, you can't just leave it alone all the time. You've got to spend time with them. You know, cats are a bit different story. They wander in and out and some are all affectionate all the time but and some are just like no leave me alone yeah that's what i was going to say Cat, <laughs> cats don't want your affection they just want you to dump the food in the uh, bowl there and then some, no, there, some, there are some that like affection i've seen some <laughs> that just are happy for hanging out you know have colors and affection when they want it but dogs are always happy to see you and well, at least from what i've seen mostly uh, oh hey how you doing you know let's play i'm always ready to play and then yeah meanwhile there's uh, a cat which lives with my um cousins and whatnot in Esperance and basically uh they've had this cat for oh, I don't know how many years now at least 10 plus years maybe even longer than that maybe close to 15 now and basically it still like hates them basically <laughs> and like it will still just try and scratch and claw and bite them and stuff like that and it's just like 
Come on, what are you doing? It's been like so long now. Why are you still like this? Yeah, where's the break-in period? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Either way, though, we're going to go to our next song. This one coming up is by Death by Denim, and it's called Drone. And you are listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle, 107.9 FM. Choose your character. Choose your weapon. Round one. Fight! This is Game Sesh. And before we quickly get into Game Sesh, that last song that you listened to was Marmalade featuring Stevan, and that's by Nick Ward. Welcome back to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM with Brock and Byron. And on this week's edition of Game Sesh, we're going to be talking about the new Halo Master Chief collection on PC, which has just came out. And now, as a Halo fan, Byron, you know a lot about this topic. I am a big fanboy, to start with. But firstly, uh, the Halo Master Chief collection has topped out on the Steam charts. Oh, has is it really? A, considering it is, well, when did it come out? 2007 or something? Long time ago. Anyways, uh, yeah, we do our research here as always. But yeah. <laughs> It has absolutely topped out in the charts, which is amazing uh, for such an old game. And firstly, this is something that I, you know, am really nostalgic about. But it's not just that. I, as a Halo player, have always thought this should be on PC. The first Halo came out onto PC and the second one, well, didn't really take off onto it. And then the third one never came to it, which we all hoped it would. Four and five never did. Reach never did. ODST never did. Sorry, I'm just saying all the other things. Uh, and they even released, you know, the other uh, strategy games. There's two strategy games as well that came out for it that were never on it. Now there was a toss a top side down one that they did do for it, which is like a more like a mobile game to be honest. But yeah, the, but the point is though, this FPS game is great on PC. It is designed well. I've been watching a lot of it, you know, before the show, and it just looks amazing it you know it it works great it's and it's cross-platform as well so you've got something that's cross-platform and the cool part is you can buy it and play it on both devices so if you buy a digital version that is now yeah okay it's a big download but really when it comes down to it it looks like an amazing game still this game has lasted the test of time it looks great but let's go into it though and if we dive in a little deeper is this considered a remake i mean Oh, actually, that's a very tough one. It depends. uh, What are they actually doing to the game itself? Because if they're just updating the textures, then... All they've done is import 4K textures into it, which, by the way, was a hefty download. I'm going to say, no, it's not a remake then, because they're not really remaking anything apart from the textures. Like, the game... I'm going to assume the game code and everything like that is probably untouched. Uh, I would say it's slightly changed. You know, you'd have a few more sliders to mess with for, say, your mouse and mouse inputs and stuff like that and you'll be able to you know do custom key bindings but apart from that no they're probably all the same really i'm gonna say it's not a remake then but rather a remaster which is very finicky and it's like term terminology yeah it is just for the fact that uh it's not as if um oh actually i don't actually know now wouldn't it just be a re-release i'd say yeah maybe a re-release with updated graphics that might be a better uh option like maybe essentially a port Mm. might be a better term for it i see it as yeah no a port would be about right a very very nice port (laughs) something i do like about though and this is where 
Microsoft has really hit it on the mark here, though. All these people that would have been playing this as a kid would have bought the game then. And now they're playing on PC because that's where they progress to, a lot of them at least. So, you know, this seems like a logical move, really. Yeah, and it's not just the Halo games which have done it. It's other games as well. And we'll talk about those when we get back from the song. But coming up now, we have Tricks by Stella Donnelly. And once again, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. And welcome back to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. Now, before that last song, we were talking about remake, remasters, ports of games, which they've been just receiving graphical overhauls, essentially. And it's not just the Halo series which has been doing this. And just off the top of my head, I'm going to list two, basically, because you have the Age of Empires uh, 2 remake coming out soon, and then there's also the uh, Warcraft uh, remake coming out soon. Wait, wait, Age of Empires 2 has been remade again? No, so no, the original one wasn't actually a remake. It was essentially just like a HD version of it in 2013. Oh, okay, so still a remake. Yeah, but this one's actually uh, no, 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 properly we, remade. I though. guess we go down that line of textures. Yeah, but no, but the, yeah, see, the HD one, which was from 2013, that was like the textures. Yeah. But this new one is ground up, like, completely fresh. And, okay. like, they're remaking everything, essentially, and, you know, 4K textures, blah, 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 all that talk. But yeah. can 4K, you th- sell point. Woo! Yeah, exactly, you know. And I'm actually, uh, I've actually got a pretty controversial opinion on 4K, like, textures, if you want to hear it. Yes, I'd love to hear it. See, I actually don't care a single bit about 4K textures. Because in my opinion, there is barely any difference between, I'm just going to compare it because it's easy to make, say 1080p and 4K. In my opinion, there's a difference. There's definitely a difference, don't get me wrong. But there is not much of a difference for me to care about it at all. You're right there. You're 100% right. Unless you're on a big 70-inch screen, I don't see the point at all. I'm happy with 1080p. I do know just the difference between 720 and 1080 but really when it comes down to it, there is no reason to go to 4K with a, say, 32-inch monitor. Exactly. And Actually, maybe maybe 32-inch monitor if you're on a computer screen, but, you know, 24-inch, 27, no point. The main issue is always FPS, in my opinion. First, not first person shooter, <laughs> frames per second. <laughs> wow. Frame rate. Yeah, frame rate. That's the main issue. That's the one thing which does make a difference, in my opinion, which you can genuinely tell the difference. Yeah. Between all the time. And the difference between 60 frames a second and, say, 144 frames a second is like day and night. Oh, exactly. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I am perfectly fine with having a game capped at 60 frames, but I would like the option for it not to be. Just because you can tell the difference. Uh, it's more the monitor for me. Cause, and there were some tests done. And there's a favorite guy of mine, uh, a YouTuber called, who runs a channel called Linus Tech Tips. And he did recently did some testing with some pro gamers going from 60 frames, 144 frames, and also running a game at 60 frames while, you know, on a 60-frame monitor, but also having it going at 300 frames. And the difference between them was an input lag on the 60 to 300. So, sorry, 60 to 60 was an input lag, which you don't realize exists. And then with the 144, you know, having that ramped up, it was like, again, day and night. And they did these competitions and you know, speed tests and essentially what happened, even with memory happening through it, the higher the refresh rate, the better they were. It didn't matter what the, in the especially with the older gamers. Yeah, because that's exactly right. And it's very similar to the uh, difference, say, for example, between someone who says they listen to FLAC audio and MP3. They always be like, oh, FLAC is so much better. But you can barely tell the difference unless you've got really, really, really expensive audio equipment. But either way, though, that's 
kind of irrelevant. <laughs> but we're going to go to our next song, and this one is by Pissed Idiots, and it is called Sweet Heartache. And once again, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. And welcome back to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. The song you just listened to was Red Pea Plates by Nixon. And let's just jump straight into the nerd talk. Now, uh, what we're going to be discussing for this week is actually Windows and the operating systems. Oh, I thought you were going to go for the wall there. Wall window. The wall. To the window. Oh, to the wow. wall. Little <laughs> <laughs> John. Yeah, so uh, Windows 7 has just been announced that it's at its end of life cycle, which is a very, very sad time. It makes sense, actually, though, because Windows 7's been around for probably a lot longer than we think now, right? Launched in July 22nd, 2009. 2009? Yep. Oh, wow. See, I was probably going to say, like, maybe 2012-ish. Yeah, we don't realize, like, a lot of things we think are old are older than they are. Yeah, see, 2009 is, like, ages ago nowadays. So, like, that's literally, we're pretty much coming to the point where that was almost 11 years ago. Yeah. And so, a 10-year life cycle, you know what? I'm okay with that. And this is the other part, though. Windows XP came out on 24th of August, 2001. Yeah, that makes sense. And I still think back to the Windows XP days. But getting back onto the topic of Windows 7... Unfortunately, they're you know cutting support for it, and I think it's great that they've done ten years of support. iPhones don't get ten years of support for them; they get a new one every year now. Yeah, but they cut support for it like you know in like four years or something. That's a very short time period. Well, you know, hey, we're going to keep supporting Windows Seven, you know, for how long? You know, ten years. That's great. Why can't every company do that? I mean, yeah, okay, they got to have the user base for it, but still. Now, I'd like to ask you, how much did you like Windows Seven? I liked it, but I actually um, didn't have it for that long. So when I uh, originally built my computer, which I got, it was in 2013. So that's already uh, essentially four years into that life cycle. Yeah. And so at that point, if we were to check when Windows 10 came out, that would be roughly 2015. Good save right there. And the only reason why I remember that it's around 2015 is because that was when I was still doing my computer science degree. Okay. And they were offering uh, Windows 10 as a free upgrade, like, during, like, its beta phase and whatnot, where you just have to change a couple of things in your registry and then you get access to download it. And so, because I was doing computer science at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just download this. And so, I downloaded Windows 10. So, I really only had two years experience on Windows 7. But I did enjoy it, and I much preferred Windows 7 for at least a year after I got Windows 10. So, yeah. From the perspective of having, you know, Windows 7, XP, Vista, I've I've had everything. What about 98? I've had 98. Me too. I've had 95 too. I never actually used 95, but we did have the operating system disk at home. (laughs) Disks. Yeah. Floppies. Multiple floppies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So, anyways, but uh, so... I've experienced, you know, everything. And firstly, people don't realize this. And Windows 7 was a great operating system. And this is where everyone's gone. This is great. And Microsoft goes on this cycle of good, bad, good, bad. And what happens is they, everything new that they want to implement, they go in the next operating system. And then the next one they bring out, they cull it. And they make everything that they you liked in there, they keep that. And then they cull the bad stuff. And what you don't realize is that, you know, Windows Vista had everything you wanted. That, you know, Windows 7 and Vista, there was everything in there already. 
They've just cleaned it up a bit. That's all they've done. Use less RAM and stuff like that. That's all it really was. And, I mean, I wish they could have done it the first time because then they wouldn't even need to make the second one. But then again, sales, you know. That's being said, it really does bring the um, consumer into the equation at that point. Yeah, it does. But, yeah. Either way, though, we are going to talk more about this once we get back from the song. And coming up right now, we have Hoodlum, and it is never said goodbye. It really uh, kind of threw me off right there because it, the grammar's kind of like all over the place, like never said goodbye. So yeah, it should be never say goodbye in my opinion. But either way, this is a Hoodlum, never said goodbye, and you're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. And welcome back to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. You just listened to Looking Like a Snack by Dana. Now, let's continue this conversation, which we just had before, Byron, how we were talking about Windows, Windows Vista, how it just ended its lifespan. Sorry, not Windows Vista, Windows 7, sorry. That just ended its lifespan. And how we were talking about how they supported this operating system for 10 years. It's a long time. It's a very good time to support it. And why I'm bringing this up with the 10-year thing is because we don't have this sort of 10-year support anymore. A lot of companies are putting out a new product every year. And so they're only supporting it for one to two years or so max now. And I don't like that. Neither do I. Here's something I was doing some quick research in between the song, though, is that, for example, uh, let's look at, say, a motherboard for a computer. That is always supported for a large amount of time. But, you know, because they're always going to get upgraded with chipsets and stuff like that. But it's actually recommended to buy the most popular board because the more it's purchased the more money that gets put into supporting it long-term. So really, maybe that's something to do with it as well, though. So maybe when Windows 8 gets, you know, to the point of its lifespan, maybe they're going to just cull it straight away. Maybe that's what's going to happen. They're going to be like, okay, cool, we're, we're going to hit eight years and just be like, no, nah, we're done with it. I thought Windows 8 was no longer being supported anyway, just because people didn't like it. I believe they, that's why they rushed out Windows 10. I wouldn't say they rushed it. It was still a three-year cycle. Mm, fair enough. And 8.1 fixed a lot of it. And, I mean, yeah, we lost the start button, for example, uh, really. But, I mean, yeah, okay, We all these cool things came from, again, Windows 8. The whole system of touch with the Surface Pros and all that came out with that. So, really, it was you know kind of a good thing that came out with it. And looking at it overall, though, I think they should just call Windows 8. And, yeah, you're right. Just get rid of it. Don't, it should be just a, like that big X, like, nah, should, that never happened. Kind of like the uh, Wii U for Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, either way, moving on to a new conversation, though. I want to bring this up, though, because you were talking about uh, Windows computers. And now, yesterday, we actually got up to some uh, shenanigans, didn't we? Oh, yes, we did. We did. Uh, so, Brock has had a problem with his computer uh, that it just would randomly go black on the screen and so i said come around to my house and we'll fix this so uh this was like six months ago now uh maybe three yeah it was a while ago and yeah so and i had a spare computer there just you know wasting away like a tech hoarder i am and i actually gave it to another friend and he gave me back a uh, another graphics card because he had a spare one and you know in that thing from that computer he took the motherboard ram and cpu which is really nice you know he got a things and his computer got working and all that but he gave me a you know a graphics card back that was better than what was in there and then we ended up putting it into brock's computer yes and it was actually a equivalent card yet two generations older and it solved all the problems didn't it i believe so 
I haven't actually had the chance to use my computer. Uh, we did, like, a two-hour game session. didn't happen, though. I mean, yeah. So, we, we ended up... Uh, I haven't, I've never played Half-Life 2. So, we ended up playing a co-op version of Half-Life 2 together for a couple of hours and before I had to go to work. But I haven't had the chance to use my computer for an, an even extended uh, amount of time now. So, I think the next test I'm going to do is I'm going to try and do a six-hour game session or something like that at some point and see how that goes. And then I believe it has solved the issue, though, because... Even then, you brought it up when I was there yesterday. My computer's now running quieter. A lot quieter. Fans are quieter. It's also kind of funny. He's uh, got a massive CPU cooler in there. And I'm all for the stock standard once you get with it. But yeah, it just I looked at it and went, wow, this thing's heavy. It's massive. It's clean. And I just looked at mine and was like, I'm kind of ashamed with my old dirty mind in a share. It is what it is, though, I guess. But it, it was nice because, like, for example, it booted up a lot quicker. Yeah instantaneously basically we didn't like the screen hadn't even like properly turned on before yeah, it was well, even booted up before that when we firstly booted on just to test it and to see what happens it took a while and it was loud yeah it was like a jet engine coming off <laughs> i reckon with that new gpu now i might not even be able to be quick enough to get into the bias <gasps> no no you can always yeah there's always you, i know you, you can you always can, do that but like uh, <laughs> yeah either way though we're going to be coming up to our next song this one coming up right now is by my good friend, and by it's not my good friend, but it's actually uh, one which we've played a lot, and I know you want, you like this, Byron. Yeah. And so, I, I put it in just for you. It's from Mulan. Oh, okay. We should be doing Christmas songs, not Disney songs right I know, now. I know, but you know what? We're going to do it anyway. Next week, we'll do Christmas songs. Yeah, exactly. At least one. This one coming up is Make a Man Out of You. And once again, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. And welcome back to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. You just listened to Liquor Store on Mars by Kelsey Carter. And before that, we had Delusion by Maynard Doe. Now, for the last 30 minutes of the show, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be playing a bit of music for you to try and get you over that hump for the Wednesday. Because both me and Byron, we're feeling the vibes right now. We're feeling the music. And we figured, why don't I reward you guys for once and not talk, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if you like hearing us talk, though, you can always check us out on Spotify, Podbean, at uh, Humday Vibes, or our, you know, every show is available at humdayvibes.com as well. Or you can, you know, head over to the Radio Fremantle website and get the whole show for the whole week. That's always available. Yeah, and uh, we haven't actually mentioned it, but I may as well mention it right now. But if you're really after the music... Make sure you listen on the Radio Fremantle archives just for the fact that that actually can play the music because it's the feed of the actual station itself. Whereas if you're listening on Podify, uh, <laughs> Spotify or Podbean, you're actually just listening to the voice recording parts of us because obviously we can't just distribute music, which we don't own the rights to, of course. And because it's a radio station, we can play music. But for the recording parts, we can't, unfortunately. So that's why that's that. So if, if you really want to listen to the music... Make sure you listen to on the Radio Fremantle archives, and that's at radiofremantle.com. Aside from that, check us out on Facebook as well, which is Hump Day Vibes. Just make sure, you, again, you don't tag us in random stuff, because we do get random photos of people. All on, the time. Like, they tag the term Hump Day Vibes, because, yeah, it's a pretty general term, but they always tag us accidentally. And it's kind of funny, because well, I think we have a thousand pictures of dogs at this point. Oh, but so yeah, many, so many. <laughs> Either way, though, uh, Byron, do you want to explain why we're actually going to seriously uh, be playing music for the rest of the show? 
So uh, I have to run off to the showcase today. So Murdoch is doing a showcase uh, from 6 to 9.30, showcasing all the arts and, you know, work essentially. So there's going to be game showcases. So the uh, there's this unit called 3312 that people have been building games for the last 6 to 12 months. Uh, they're showcasing all the games. There's mobile games being showcased, VR games. There's a lovely WarioWare game that the whole VR group has been working on. I think there's like at least 60 different versions playing, being able to be played in this thing, which is really cool. Uh, and yeah, um, it's a free event. You just got to register for it uh, if you want to do it. And yeah, uh, it's 6 to 9.30. I'll be there uh, showcasing a game called Highwind as well as my mobile game, Color Shift. Both are, you know, unavailable right now but it'll be available for free uh and yeah just it's you know you can see what's upcoming and if you're a potential employer as well come check it out and uh see what's going on and without getting into too many of the details about the games quickly give us a little teaser teaser what well okay uh color shift is a tilt and tap game that uses color to, you use color to match pieces and you're you know, just trying to score points and it's infinite or has infinite modes, and you're competing against your friends with it. And Highwind is a little dragon game, a 2D platformer. You're just trying to get through levels and experience a nice story. That's more for a younger audience, of course. That's good to know. So make sure you add, definitely consider checking that out if you'd like to. I know Byron and the other game developers would probably appreciate it just to see other people experience their games as well that they build. It must be a very rewarding experience. It's a long process. Either way, we are going to our next song, however... This one is called Kill Me With Your Love by Jaguar Johns. And once again, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM with Brock and Byron. Alex is back, I believe, next week. So the three amigos will be back. We'll be getting up to our shenanigans as always with a maybe, maybe not Christmas edition of the show. Enjoy the music for the next half an hour. And that was Song of the Renter by Catholic Guilt. Welcome back to Humday Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. Unfortunately, it is now time for the end of the show for this week. Byron's had to run off, so that's why we've been playing music just for the rest of this show. Hope you enjoyed the tunes. I know that was kind of a sort of mellow sort of atmosphere to most of them. And then we uh, kicked it off with a bit of a rock song there, Song of the Renter. So I hope you enjoyed that. Once again, I'm Brock. We have Byron, who will be back next week. We have Alex, who will be back next week. So it won't just be me rambling in the studio by myself. So it's okay. You can stay calm, everyone. <laughs> anyway, this is the end of the show for this week. Once again, it's Hump Day Vibes. Make sure you're listening on RadioFremantle.com or HumpDayVibes.com. Check us out on Spotify, which is Hump Day Vibes. We're at Podbean, which is Hump Day Vibes. We also are available on our uh, Facebook page, which, again, is called Hump Day Vibes, as we previously mentioned. And we're going to end it with another song for this week. This one is by Red Velvet. It's called Bad Boy. And once again, we'll see you next week. Bye. Ooh.